Please remain standing for the reading of his word. And let us open our Bible in the book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 12 to 35. Verse 12. The next morning, some Jews formed a conspiracy and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. More than 40 men were involved in this plot. They went to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have taken a solemn oath not to eat anything until we have killed Paul. Now then you and the Sanhedrin petitioned the commander to bring him before you on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about his case. We are ready to kill him before he gets here. But when the son of Paul's sister heard of this plot, he went into the barracks and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the commander. He has something to tell him. So he took him to the commander. The centurion said, Paul the prisoner sent for me and asked to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took the young man by the hand, drew him aside and asked, What is it you want to tell me? He said, Some Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul before the Sanhedrin tomorrow on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about him. Don't give in to them, because more than 40 of them are waiting in ambush for him. They have taken an oath not to eat or drink until they have killed him. They are ready now, waiting for your consent to their request. The commander dismissed the young man with this warning. Don't tell anyone that you have reported this to me. Then he called two of his centurions and ordered them, Get ready a detachment of 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at 9 tonight. Provide horses for Paul so that he may be taken safely to Governor Felix. He wrote a letter as follows. Claudius Lysias to His Excellency, Governor Felix, Greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and they were about to kill him. But I came with my troops and rescued him, for I had learned that he is a Roman citizen. I wanted to know why they were accusing him, so I brought him to their Sanhedrin. I found that the accusation had to do with questions about their law, but there was no charge against him that deserved death or imprisonment. When I was informed of a plot to be carried out against the man, I sent him to you at once. I also ordered his accusers to present to you their case against him. So the soldiers, carrying out their orders, took Paul with them during the night and brought him as far as Antipatris. The next day, they let cavalry go on with him, while they returned to the barracks. When the cavalry arrived in Caesarea, they delivered the letter to the governor and handed Paul over to him. The governor read the letter and asked what province he was from. Learning that he was, Cilicia, he was from Cilicia, verse 35, he said, I will hear your case when your accusers get here. Then he ordered that Paul be kept under guard in Herod's palace. Praise be the name of the Lord for the reading of his word. Oh Lord, salamat for this morning. We have sung you songs and music has filled our hearts and our minds, Lord, of joy, knowing that you are here with us today. 
Salamat din sa pagbabasa ng inyong mga salita, Lord, and we know that you have something in store for us today. So Lord, we offer to you our time, we offer to you our life, ourselves, our whole being. May it be, Lord, a pleasing sight to you, that here your children, Lord, are gathering, gathered together to worship you, to praise you, and to hear from you. So Lord, make us all worthy, especially Lord, your servant, that will give your message to your people this morning. So lahat kami, Lord, ay masaya. Lahat kami, Lord, ay nagagalak na naririto kami. Dahil alam namin, Lord, na naririto ka rin kasama namin. You are our audience. And this gathering, Lord, is not about anybody else. It's not about ourselves. It's not about this church. It's all about you, O God, the Father. And all about your Son, Jesus Christ, who have died for us. And all about you, O Holy Spirit. Because you are the one who gives comfort. And you're the ones, Lord, who giving us wisdom and giving us um, the, the, the energy and the conviction to continue on in our journey. Just be with us, Father, and as we sit down at your feet right now, talk to us and we will listen to you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name and everybody will say, Amen. You may now be seated. Magandang umaga sa lahat. Batiin mo ang inyong katabi, sabihin mo, ako'y nagagalak na ikaw ay naririto. Alright, so how was your week? Kumusta ang inyong linggo? Amen. No? So, I, I, I hope that everything was uh, okay. And everything will be more okay this week. Amen? Okay, so tuloy tayo sa ating series on the Book of Acts. And you have heard, and you have heard, we, you have read uh, yung ating scripture reading today, which is taken from the Book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 12 to 35. Um... As I began to study our message today, hindi ko mapigilan kundi tanongin yung aking sarili, para kanino ba talaga ang sulat na to? Ano ba ang purpose ng sulat na to? Ang Book of Acts. Alam nyo, yung Book of Acts is a long letter written by Luke as a follow-up to an earlier long letter that he sent to a man named Theophilus. So dalawang sulat. This is the second Letter that he sent to a man named Theophilus. Sa unang sulat ni Luke, which is now we known as the Gospel of Luke, he made a complete historical account of the life, the ministry, death, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his follow-up letter, which is now called the Book of Acts, Luke told Theophilus, how the gospel spread out throughout the whole Roman Empire sa gitna ng persecutions, sa gitna ng mga pagsubok, sa gitna ng mga hardships, and everything. So ano nga ba talaga ang intention ni Luke why he wrote this letter? So siguro kailangan nating bumalik. Let us go back to how it all began at tingnan natin doon sa Acts uh, chapter 1 so that we will be able to review it and we will be able to be reguided. So follow me silently as I read to you Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. So here's what Luke wrote to Theophilus as a greetings. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. 
after, after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. So ito yung pasiunang greetings ni Luke kay Theophilus. Pero alam niyo, nobody knew who Theophilus is. Walang nakakaalam kung sino si Theophilus. Pero para sa akin, ang alam ko si Theophilus is a highly influential and having a place in authority because si Luke, in-address na si Luke sa kanyang unang sulat, which is the book of, of the Gospel of Luke, ang tawag niya sa kanya most excellent Theophilus. So, lend me your ears again as I read to you Luke chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. And silently, and follow me silently. Sabi niya doon, sabi niya, Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the very first time were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. So ang gusto pala ni Luke na to make it clear kay Theophilus na kung ano yung kanyang narinig, at kung ano yung kanyang natutunan sa kung sino man yung nagtuturo sa kanya, which is not mentioned in the scriptures, ay totoo at trustworthy. No? In that, whoever was teaching him, lahat ng kanyang narinig, lahat ng kanyang natutunan was true and trustworthy. Sa totoo lang, kung basahin natin ng buo, matatapos din naman natin yung Book of Acts, pero you will be surprised that the Book of Acts doesn't have a clear or proper ending. Diba? Lahat naman ng mga kwento may proper ending talaga. Tapos, the end. Pero ito, hindi. Open. So, para siyang may kasunod. Parang Netflix. Parang Prime Video. Parang HBO Go. Parang, alam ko lahat, no? Alam nyo ko, alam nyo rin lahat. So, merong karugtong, supposedly, pero open-ended. It seems that si Luke parang gusto niya na ituloy ni Teofilos yung narrative. Teofilos, ikaw na ang dumugtong. And no one ever knew who Teofilos was. And sabi ko nga, the Bible is very silent on his identity. Although maraming nagsasabi at maraming nagsulat, maraming nag-comment na naisulat din no, na who Teofilos was. Pero para sa akin, parang immaterial na na i-dig deeper pa natin kung sino si Teofilos at this point in time. Yan. Ang alam ko lang na yung pangalang Teofilus, ang ibig sabihin nun literally means, it means loved by God. The name Teofilus literally means loved by God. At pwede rin siyang i-derive na friend of God. So, like Teofilus, lahat tayo naniniwala ba kayo na we are loved by God? So like Teofilus, we are also a friend of Jesus. Amen? So say it with me, I am loved by God. And say it to your sitmate, you are loved by God. Amen. Amen. So, ang ibig sabihin, 
Luke did not only wrote this letter to a man named Theophilus, but it also has, it's also written to all of us na modern Theophilus of the day. So, yung katabi mo dyan, sabi mo, Theophilus ka. Because you're loved by God and you're a friend of Jesus. So, ang sulat pala na to is hindi lang para kay Theophilus, hindi was written for all of us. So that what we have heard, what we have learned, will be, you know, para, para sa atin ay maging isang totoo at talagang kapanapanalig. Just like what Paul wrote in his Roman readers in Rome, Romans chapter 15 verse 4, he said that for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. You see, lahat na nang isinulat ay para sa atin, para sa ating katuruan upang magkaroon tayo ng endurance. Ano ba sa Tagalog ang endurance? Kalakasan? No. Ano ba? Sino yung mga linguist dito? Endurance. Sometimes, no, it's really nice to speak in English dahil mas mai-express mo. Pagdating sa Tagalog, parang hindi mo ma-express ano yung endurance. Ano yun? Pagtitiis, no, perseverance yun eh. But anyway, sige, that's your assignment. That's for our endurance. Para tayo ay tumagal. Ayun, tumagal sa journey. At lahat ng itinuturo sa scriptures ay para tayo ay ma-encourage so that we will have hope para mayroon tayong pag-asa. Okay? And I firmly believe na yung pag-asa na to, this hope is what separate us from the rest. Tayo ng lahat na nananalig kang Panginoong Heso Kristo ay mayroon tayo ng tinatawag na hope. And hope keeps us to trust that what the Lord Jesus Christ had promised is trustworthy. Amen? Banggitin mo sa iyong katabi, sabi mo, you have hope. You have hope. Okay? At lahat ng mga experiences na narrate ni, po, ni Luke dito sa Book of Acts, these are real life examples of lives anchored on hope. So you see, last Sunday, no? That night, in that damp, cold prison cell that Paul was in, he tried to sleep. Gusto niyang matulog about 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the evening. Because he was brought there about 6 o'clock in the, in the evening, early in the, early in the evening. Pabalik doon sa barracks. But he cannot sleep because of that. Parang namamanid yung kanyang katawan dahil doon sa kanyang nararamdamang sakit dahil bugbog sarado nga siya. And every time that he closes his eyes, masakit. That's why yung pain all over his body kept his eyes open. Hindi sa makatulog, he can sleep. Hindi sa makapagpahinga, he can't rest. Dahil he has been in this situation for over 24 hours now. Okay? So from the very beginning of Paul's ministry, yung kanyang buhay was already in danger. Okay. Actually, nag-umpisa itong lahat no, pagdating niya doon sa Damascus. If you review Acts chapter 9, when he met the Lord Jesus Christ and he arrived in Damascus, he was blinded for three, three days. And when his eyes were opened, he was baptized and then he started to preach. Now, yung mga tao doon ay nagtataka, Aba, ito yung mamang gustong pumatay sa lahat ng believer ng Panginoon Yeso Cristo. And right now, he is already preaching about him. So all the Jews there were got angry so nagkaroon ng problema and that was his first problem and I made a list 
na dito pagdating niya sa Damascus, kinagabihan he was lowered through a basket in Damascus kasi kung hindi sa ipupuslit ng gabi yun, mamamatay si Paul doon. And then yung kanyang unang visit sa Jerusalem at yung pagpunta niya sa Antioch of Pisidia where the Jews there wanted to kill him also. And then he was almost stoned to death in Iconium in chapter 14 ng Acts. And then hindi na siya nakaligtas talaga pagdating niya ng Lystra, he was stoned there almost he was almost stoned to death. Then of course, sinong mga kalimot pagdating do sa Pilipay na nagkaroon ng riot? Kunting riot pero they were together with Silas, they were imprisoned. And then pagdating niya sa Thessalonica, pagdating niya sa Corinth, the same. The people they were opposing him. And then sinong di mga kalimot, di makaka makakaalala sa napakalaking riot na nangyari sa Ephesus. And then, the plan of the Jews to kill him at sikas, hindi nila mapatay-patay si Paul doon sa land, so sasabayan niya sa doon sa dagat para doon na siya patayin. Right? So, all of these things, mga kapatid, all of these near-death experiences went through the very mind of Paul while he was there at his prison cell, doon sa barak sa Jerusalem ng Roman soldiers. Hindi pa kasama rito yung palagay ko ay naiisip din niya yung hardships that he went through doon sa kanya mga travels na naglalakad lang. He went through his travels by foot. And then, paano niya makakalimutan yung malamig, magaspang, at rat-infested floors ng mga barko na kanilang sinakyan doon sa kanilang journey? From Europe to Asia and back to Caesarea. And this time around, while he was there in his prison cell, Si James at the whole leadership ng church ng Jerusalem was no longer was nowhere to be found. Wala sila doon. Nag-iisa si Paul. And then si Luke at yung kasama niyang iba, si sino ba yun? Theophimus, Alexandrus, who over those people, yung kanya mga companions were somewhere else. Siguro nagtatago dahil sa takot. Paul was alone. At habang siya nag-iisa doon sa kanyang selda, Lahat ng mga ito ay tumatakbo sa kanyang isipan at si Paul was extremely distraught and he was extremely discouraged. Sino ba naman ang hindi madi-discourage kung yung feeling mo ikaw na lang mag-isa? And then there you are, you know, you have been bruised and battled black and blue. So that night he was about to quit. But we know that the story that we, you know, discussed last Sunday that the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to him Remember that? And what's what the Lord Jesus Christ mentioned when they, were, they met face to face? Sabi niya, sabi ng Panginoong Isokristo kay Paul, It's going to be alright, Paul. Remember? It's going to be alright. Everything is going to turn out for the best. You've been a good witness for me here in Jerusalem. Now you're going to be my witness in Rome. Paano magiging alright kung ikaw ay bugbog sarado? Paano kung magiging turn out for the best kung meron kang iniinda ngayon? Pwede mo masabi yun? I have cancer, but it's going to be alright. And this is for the best. Can you say that? I have something in my back. Alam nyo, meron akong L3, L4, S1, S2. And I've been bringing, you know, I've been having this for the past 15 years. I can stand long enough for about one hour or sit for three hours, I have to stand up 
Dahil sumasakit yung aking likod and I don't want to be open for surgery. But can I say that it's going to be alright? And it's going to be for the best? Ah yes, it's going to be alright and it's always be for the best. All these times, we were thinking that Paul was alone. Amen? And all this time, Paul was thinking that he was alone. But actually, he was not. Paul was not alone. Paul was alone, but not alone. Repeat it with me. Alone, but not alone. You see, parang ano to, no? footprints in the sand. Alam mo yung kanta na yun? There were times that you see two footsteps and in the times that you are, you know, struggling, times that you are in hardships, you can see only one set of footprint in the sun. Why is that? Sabi sa kanta, because the Lord is carrying you. And here, Paul was alone, but he was not alone because the Lord Jesus Christ was with him. Okay? Ito yung title ng ating message this morning. And I hope and I pray that we will be able to get something for us to be able to face the hardships in life, without forgetting our role in the gospel message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nung gabi nyo na nandun si Paul, na nakakulong, hirap na hirap, that the same night that Paul had the encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ, somewhere, someplace in the city of Jerusalem, merong isang Jew na yung kanyang puso ay punong-puno ng ngit-ngit, yung kanyang puso ay punong-puno ng anger, punong-puno ng hate, and his heart by darkened by hate and anger, he could not also sleep. Restless. Yung mama to, itong Jew na to, he was restless. Yung kanyang isip was preoccupied on what happened that day. Naririkol niya kung ano yung nangyari doon. Paul is now untouchable. Hindi na, nila ma- hindi na nila magalaw-galaw si Paul because Paul is already under the protection of the Roman soldiers. Alam nyo, itong mamang ito, itong hudyo na to, he was already full of anger and resentment dahil ito ay kanilang mga colonizers, the Roman colonizers. Pag ikaw ay nasasakop ng isang dayuhan, medyo masakit yon at hindi siya ganun kadali. And now, these colonizers are protecting Paul. Na para sa kanya, itong si Paul na to is another threat to the Jewish culture and religion. So, he made a vow. Sabi niya, I will make an oath that he, I will not drink or eat until I have I had Paul killed. So, naghanap pa ng damay itong mamang ito. He, he influenced others. He called 40 more other Jews to make the same oath. Mga kapatid, bakit ko sinabi ito? Wala naman sa Bible, di ba? Bakit ko sinabi ito? You see, it will only take one man na punong-puno ng hate and anger yung kanyang puso to hatch a sinister plan and influence others to do the same. Hindi naman lahat sabay-sabay yung 40 plus na yon ay nagkaroon ng galit. It will only take one man whose heart is full of anger and hate to hatch a sinister plan and influence others to do the same. Bakit ko nasabi yan? History will tell us na lahat ng mga major na gera na nangyari sa mundong ito, World War I, World War II, 
And kung ano yung nangyayari ngayon sa Central Europe was caused by just one man whose heart is full of anger, whose heart is full of power, power hungry, and hate and greed. And he influenced others to do the same. No wonder na ang Bible, the Scriptures, has more than 131 verses that deals with anger and hate. Kaya mag-iingat tayo sa ating temperament. Huwag tayong basta-bastang magagalit. It's hard, it's easier to say, but you know, I think it's doable. Doable ba? To, call, to control our temper? The Bible has hundred, more than 131 verses that deals about hunger, hate, and greed. Kaya mag-iingat tayo mga kapatid sa ating galit. In fact, si Paul mismo nagsabi, don't let the sun go down of your hunger. Alala ko lang yung kay Steve Harvey. Um, anga. Siguro nakakapadod yun. What? Anga. Angry. Anger. Kaya sabihin mo sa iyong katabi, huwag kang masyadong magagalitin. Because it will only, only take one man to influence others to be angry. Okay? Kaya the following morning, the next morning, itong Jew na to, together with the rest of the 40 other, 40 other Jews, they went to the priests and elders and they convinced that they petitioned Claudius Lysias to bring Paul to the Sanhedrin sa pretext na kailangan nilang kumuha ng mas marami pang information kay Paul. At sabi nila na along the way, they will stay in a, stage an ambush to kill Paul. Sabi nila, sabihan mo si Claudius Lysias na dalhin dito sa Paul dahil gusto niyo makakuha pa ng other information sa kanya. On his way here, we will kill him. Note how angry these men were. They said, we are ready to kill him before he gets here. Kabi, no? We are ready to kill him before he gets here. Wow! Siguro hindi pa tayo nakarating sa ganong klaseng galit. Pero mayroon ba mag-asawa na ganon yung feeling pag nag-away? Yeah, hindi ako nakatingin sa mga mag-asawa. I'm just panning my... Ah, kakai... But these men were just really, really angry. Pero may plano ang Panginoon. He has other plans. You see, kung nanamnamin lang natin itong mga words dito, mga kapatid, sa binasa natin, you see here that God has humor. God is funny. He has, he has unconventional ways of providing solutions to problems and issues. Hindi ba alam na in this, itong, itong verses na narinig at nabasa natin, may silbi pala yung mga marites? And that's funny. Kasi alam natin yung mga marites, walang silbi. Tama? Ay, mayroon. Dito may silbi sila. Dahil yung news about that sinister plan to kill Paul reached the home of Paul's sister. Nakarating yung information doon sa Bahay ng kapatid ni Paul na babae. So sino man nagsabi nun? Sino? Mm. Yung asawa ng lalaki, malamang, sinabi niya, Uy, si husband, si hubby, she will, he will kill Paul. Let's tell the other wives. 
And the other wives said, Uy, si ano, ganito, ganyan-ganyan, hanggang makarating sa bahay ng kapatid ni Paul na babae. And surely, the news and the information went by word of mouth, Marites style. Pero, you know what? We know that Paul lost everything. He lost everything when he followed the Lord Jesus Christ. And as he mentioned in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, and surely, nung sinabi niyang, I lost everything, including yung kanyang pamilya, including yung kanyang brothers and kanyang sisters. Pero you see, if yung kanyang kapatid na babae ay galit sa kanya, no matter how angry his sister was, she won't allow the Jews to kill his brother. Amen? Kasi for me and for her, blood is thicker than water. Kaya, pinadalan yung kanyang anak na bata, boy, lalaki, in other translations of the Bible, young boy, in what we have heard in the New Internal Version, is young man. But regardless, this is young, this is a boy. Pinadala niya kay Paul at sabihin niya, sabihin mo ito, ito yung problema ngayon. Sabihin mo sa Uncle Paul mo. To inform him about the plan. This time, God will be using an innocent boy to save Paul from imminent death. Alam nyo, kahangahangaan nangyari rito. Kasi hindi naman basta-basta makakapasok yung bata doon sa barracks. Bata to eh. Right? Hindi rin siya basta-basta makakapasok doon sa prison. But wonders of wonders, the boy was able to enter the barracks at nakausap niya si Paul. So Paul said, okay, pinawag niya yung, yung centurion. Sabi niya, dalhin mo tong bata na to kay Lysias. Another wonder of wonders that happened, the boy was even allowed to have an audience with Claudius Lysias, the commander of the Roman soldiers or the commander of the Roman army. Alam niyo yung batang ito, matikas. Sana lahat tayo may ganito, na mayroong courage. Young people, listen. This boy or this young man, he had the guts to order the high commander what to do. Tingnan nyo, listen to what he said in verse 21. Sabi niya kay Claudius Lysias, the high commander, sabi niya, Don't give in to them because more than 40 of them are waiting in ambush for him. They have taken an oath not to eat or drink until they have killed him. They are ready now, waiting for your consent to their requests. Hindi basta-bastang magsabi ng ganyan sa isang commander kung ikaw ay young people, ikaw ay bata. But this boy, this young man, was really courageous. So young people, something to be learned about. That you have to be courageous. What is the truth? You have to say it. Just like this boy is. Upon hearing this, yung commander, he dismissed the boy at ang kanyang instruction sa kanya, do not tell anyone na binigay mo sa akin ang information na to. Another learning para sa atin lahat. Bawal maging marites. Kasi truth be told, wala talagang nakaalam kung ano yung plano ng commander next. Kung ano yung next plan niya, the boy shut his mouth up. Mga kapatid, point number one of our message today. We cannot escape the sufferings in this world, but we are assured that God's deliverance is certain. Amen? We cannot escape the sufferings in this world, but we are assured that God's deliverance is certain. You see, the Bible is full of stories upon stories of deliverance. And he uses the most unwitting persons to deliver it. 
Marami. Kung isa-isahin natin, baka kulang yung oras natin. Sometimes He uses insignificant things to become significant tools for rescue. Example dito, inyong ginamit ni Moses na sanga ng isang kahoy or the staff. It enabled Israel to cross the Red Sea and escape the wrath of their Egyptian captors. Simpleng-simple yun mga kapatid, pero ginamit ng Panginoon yun. Hawak-hawak ni Moses. There are so many stories in the Bible about deliverance. And this time, he was using a little boy to save Paul from danger. Alam mga kapatid, alam ko na kayo ay meron kayong kwento ng inyong sariling kwento of deliverance. I have mine. Deliverance is yung tinanggal ka for an imminent danger. I have mine and I'm sure you have your own story. And I would like to encourage you to keep that and treasure that, treasure that in your heart. Kung ano yung mga experience niyo sa buhay because these experiences of deliverance from the Lord will be your source of reminders that God will deliver you from anything, from harm, from bad thoughts, from any experiences that will you know, put you in danger. Wag nating kalilimutan yon. put that in your heart, you know, and treasure it. You see, si King David, before he became king, he was subjected to a lot of suffering. There were times in his life that death almost overtook him. Muntik na siyang mamatay. Alala niyo sa kweba? Nung umakyat si Jonathan doon sa cliff, when he was together with his 600 armies, pero God was in his side. God is always in his side, ready to deliver him from harm. Kaya, he erupted into praise and worship and he said in Psalm 68.20, sabi niya, He is our Savior, our God. Oh yes, He is God for us. He is God who saves us. Lord God knows all these ins and outs. You know, Sabini, David, can we recite it? God for us. Parang hindi kayo naniniwala. Say it loud. God for us. God who saves us. Amen. God is for us and God saves us. So, kung ikaw ay merong experiencing ng hardships today, and your faith is being tested of the experiences of life that you have right now, and you are in a very, very bad situation right now, expect God's deliverance. Amen? Kung anuman ang meron kayong daladala ngayon, kung anuman meron kayong dalahin, bigatin, whatever it is in your life right now, expect that God will deliver you. Psalm 34.7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him, and He delivers Him. Or He delivers them. If you fear the Lord, if you have that faith in the Lord, the angel, His angels will surround you and He will deliver you from whatever it is that you have right now in your life. Whatever it is that you have right now, surely, I firmly believe that God will deliver you from it. Amen? So, take a look. Tingnan natin kung talagang ito ay totoo. Take a look at what happened next. Kung ano nangyari? When Claudius heard the info, tingnan nyo, Claudius 
Tinawag niya yung kanyang dalawang centurion at ang kanyang instruction, get ready, kuha ka ng 200 soldiers, 200 spearmen, and 70 horsemen. Not only that, provide horses for Paul. Dahil alas 9 ngayong gabi, punta kayo ng Caesarea. 200 plus 200 plus 70, ilan yun? 470 soldiers to protect Paul. And then, 9 o'clock that night, aalis sila papuntang Caesarea. Ilang beses na nga bang ipinuslit si Paul sa gabi? I think this is the third time. Kasi yung una, is yung yan, nabanggit ko nga kanina, doon sa Damascus. He was lowered down in a basket. Gabi yun. Pagdating nila ng Berea, na nandun yung mga manggugulo galing ng Thessalonica, pinuslit din nila si Paul at din na doon sa barko para makapunta si Paul sa Ephesus. And this time, Siguro mga around 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock at 8.30 ng gabi, kahit alas 9, aalis na sila, 470 soldiers ang kasama ni Paul para protektahan siya. Isn't that amazing? Do you have 470 soldiers protecting you now? Didn't you know that the book of Hebrews says that each one of us is assigned an angel to minister to us and to comfort us and to, you know, to tell us that, hey, God will deliver you. Do you believe? Do you know that? The book of Hebrews says that meron tayong angel na kasama araw-araw. Didn't you know that? No. That's your assignment. Tingnan nyo, basahin yung book of Hebrews. It's there. So, that night, the soldiers brought Paul at pagdating nila ng Antipatris, which is about 65 kilometers away from Jerusalem, they rested. 65 kilometers from siguro from Gapo to Kabangan. Ganong kalayo. On foot. On horse. And chariots. Then the following morning, they traveled again for about 40 kilometers going to Caesarea. Pagdating doon, they turned over Paul to Felix the governor. But when Felix learned that Paul was from Cilicia, sabi niya, didinggin ko ang kaso mo pagdating dito ng mga accusers mo. Tsaka na. And after that, he gave orders to his servants that Paul be kept in Herod's palace. Mga kapatid, Paul's trip to Caesarea from Jerusalem was fit for a king. 470 soldiers with horses na kanyang sasakyan and right now he is in a palace with bodyguards. What's that? Anong meron? From a prison cell to a palace. God is good. Amen? Imagine that. From what you are, where you are right now, and then you, I don't know what's your experiences. I have mine. We have our own, na aking, na aking wife. And every time that I think about that, I say, wow, God is good. Do you know, na ang asawa ko ay survivor ng cancer. I was only 24 years old. He was 20, she was 24 years old. I was just starting with my career. No money, no nothing. How could she survive? Miracles upon miracles. I didn't know how it happened. And right now, 30 years after, or 28 years after, he's completely cancer-free. What can you say about that? God is good. And all the time, here, from prison cell to the palace with bodyguards. 
Ngayon kasi dito si Paul was in a much stronger position. He now enjoys the full benefit of a Roman citizen. Remember your citizenship? Kasi hindi siya, he could not have this kind of treatment kung isa'y isang ordinaryong tao lang. He was a Roman citizen. Kaya I wonder, mga kapatid, how would it feel to have the full benefit of a citizen in God's kingdom? How would it feel if all of us, as a citizen of God's kingdom, anong meron dun at anong, ako, I really look forward to that. Do you look forward to that? Here, he is, dun daw kasi, sabi, no more tears, no more pain, no more problems. Di ka na magugutom, di ka na maghahanap ng milk tea. <laughs> Natatawa yung mga young people, alam niya kung ibig sabihin ng milk tea. Huwag mo na kayo mag-milk tea, meron kayong responsible responsibility on Sunday next week. Ngayon na? Tama? Oh. So, I don't know, how would it feel being a citizen of the kingdom of God to be there? Because here, Paul is in a palace. Mga kapatid, point number two. In the midst of adversity and testing, God's providence is assured because He is and will always be in control. Amen? In the midst of an adversity and testing, God's providence is assured because He is and will always be in control. Sa gitna ng lahat ng ito, mga kapatid, there was that letter of Claudius Lysias to the governor. Mayroong letter na pinadala si Claudius Lysias. Iguan na nating basahin. Simply lang yung letter na yun, it was a narration of the events leading to Paul's arrest. At gusto lang ni Claudius Lysias na ipasa yung responsibility kay Felix. He was just putting the case before the higher court of Felix. So, Claudius Lysias was just trying to passed on the responsibility to Felix Pontius Pilate style. Now, granting na si Claudius Lysias is a man of honor, is a man of justice, or is a man of integrity, and Claudius Lysias as a soldier is committed to the right thing, to do the right thing all the time, meron siyang hindi nagawa. He did not understand the issues surrounding the case of Paul. Doon sa kanyang sulat, Sinulat niya lang doon na the accusation had to do with questions about their law because he was ignorant of God's word and law. Ito yung hindi niya naiintindihan. Ang isinulat niya lang doon, the accusation had to do with questions about their law. Bakit sinulat ni Claudius Lysias? Because he was ignorant of God's word and law. Napaka-importanting leksyon para sa atin mga kapatid sa umagang ito that we have to, we have to remember and we have to always put in our hearts how many are decent and just and honorable yet ignorant of God's law? Maramian. They are decent. They are honorable. They do the right thing every time, but they don't know God's law. Second, how many do not really understand the questions and issues of life because they are ignorant of God's word? Ilang kaya? Ilang kaya? Ang nandyan 
who don't really understand the questions, questions and issues of life because they are ignorant of God's Word. Ang question ko para sa ating lahat this morning is that, ano yung ating role in reaching out people like Claudius Lysias? Marami to kasi. In fact, yung iba rito mas mabait pa sa ating tingnan. Pero they are ignorant of God's law, they are ignorant of God's word. I hope and pray na wala to sa ABCC. Na walang Claudius Lysias dito sa atin. My prayer is that there are no among us here na ignorante sa salita ng Panginoon at ignorante sa commandments at law ng Panginoon natin. That's my prayer. That all of us are familiar with the promises that is written in the Bible and we are familiar with the commands that the Lord has given us. Sana walang Claudius Lysias sa atin because there are so many Claudius Lysias outside of the four corners of this church. Kung meron man sa inyo na nag-aalanganin, meron tayong life group and that's our opportunity to learn. For us to be able to be not just be informed, but to have knowledge and for that knowledge to be, to be applied for as wisdom. So that we will not be ignorant of the word and will not be ignorant of the laws of God. Again, in the midst of adversity and testing, God's providence is assured because He is and will always be in control. Ngayon, we can make a summary that God was working things out for Paul para maibigay kung ano yung kanyang ipremis kay Paul. Gusto ng Panginoon na merong witness na tatayo every day for everybody and before the world na merong witness para sa kanya. And there is no greater witness for Christ than a believer standing up for Christ in the face of adversity. Ito yung purpose ng sulat. Na in the middle of the testings that we have in life, we will not lose our testimony as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because there is no greater witness for Christ than a believer standing up for Christ in the face of adversity. Kaya ito yung mga tao magtataka. Hirap na ng buhay niya, oh, pero nakangiti pa rin. Tinan mo yung katabi, may mask lang. Ayun ko lang kung nakangiti pa rin yung mga yan. Grabe itong hinaharap nito, pero nakangiti pa rin. Anong meron sa kanya? Anong meron sa kanya? Anong meron sa atin? We have hope that God will deliver us and God will provide us in the midst of all these things so that we can reach out those Claudius Lysias in our lives. They will be curious. Now, let us stand up firmly because it demonstrates the truth of the gospel. Let us stand up firmly because it gives the Holy Spirit a unique opportunity para ma-reach out natin yung mga tao, mga friends natin within the sphere of our influence. Let us stand up firmly because that is our testimony to fight the forces in this world. Alam niyo ang sinabi ni St. Augustine at this time I would like to call the praise and worship team to come up to lead us in singing, lead us in song. St. Augustine mayroon siyang isinulat and I would quote, Trust the past to the mercy of God, the present to His love, and the future to His providence. I'll repeat it again. Trust the past to the mercy of God, 
the present to His love, and the future to His providence. Okay, mga kapatid, let's all stand up. Let's all stand up. Let's all stand up firmly and fight for the gospel because God is fighting for us. Amen? And God is fighting with us.
will shout it out, let's shout God is fighting for us, come on God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness Lighting up the kingdom that cannot be shaken In the name of Jesus, enemy is defeated And we will shout it out once again for one last time Oh God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness Lighting up the kingdom that cannot be shaken Oh in the name of Jesus, enemy is defeated And we will shout it out, shout it out And I will live, I will not die The resurrection power of Christ alive in me And I am free in Jesus' name And I will live, I will not die I will declare and lift you high Christ revealed And I am healed in Jesus' name In Jesus' name In Jesus' name In Jesus' name Hallelujah Yes, Lord, we will live, we will not die in Jesus' name. Woo! Today, O oh Lord, we, we give you our lives. We have heard your words and your message. In this time, O oh Lord, of uncertainty, there's one thing certain. That you will deliver your people. You will deliver us from anything. From anything, Lord, anuman yung harm na darating sa amin, we will not be able, we will not get there. Yes, you are fighting for us and we were fighting with us. Another thing that is sure, your providence, your providence, Lord, is sure. Yung inyong pagbibigay ng inyong wisdom, ng pagbibigay niyo, Lord, ng inyong guide sa amin in every days of our lives. Oh Lord Jesus, your, 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 your promises are true and you are trustworthy. So we will shout it out. We will shout it out. God is fighting for us. Jesus is fighting for us. Yes, that's our testimony. That even if we are down and we are burdened, our lips will still have that smile and people will say, what's in him? What's in her? Oh, we have the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. And everybody will say, Amen, and Amen, and Amen, and Amen. And shout it out, and shout it out and clap an offering to the Lord. Yes, yes, in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen. You may sit down. Let's continue worshiping God through our tithes and offering. I'll be reading Matthew chapter 6, verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, 
will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. To our brothers and sisters who are worshiping with us online, far and near, if you wish to share your blessings and be part to support our church ministry here in our church, ABCC, you may send your offering through our bank account, UPB, through bank account number 0010-100-11240. Maraming salamat po sa inyo and God will bless you more. Uh, meron ata tayong... As you may give your tithes and offering now, sorry. Tayo po yung manalangin. Bless our tithes and offering, Lord, as we offer back to you your goodness to our lives. Thank you for the day-to-day -day overflowing blessings that we receive. We pray, Lord, that you, you will make us always a good steward of what you have entrusted to us, maliit man or malaki. Blessing, honor, and thanksgiving belongs to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We have some announcements. Uh, first, we have a birthday celebrants this coming July 14, next week. Happy birthday to Sister Vena Del Pozo. Uh, siya lang pala yung celebrant natin. Happy birthday, Sister Vena. And then we have here... Uh, sorry, Sorry, di ko mabasa. <laughs> ah, okay. Brother Dante will read and uh, announce that for everybody. Thank you, sister wife. <laughs> uh, by the way, she's my wife. And... Uh, Anyway, um, ito, Dasig, uh, register now, no, 200 pesos. This will be uh, on or before uh, July 15. Uh, meron din para sa bank deposit. Actually, this is for youth. Para sa youth leaders, yes. And uh, I think this will be on uh, August 26 to 27. So, lahat na mga kapataan, lahat na mga youth leaders, um, you're encouraged to be part of this uh, gathering, okay? So, um, just coordinate with Timothy and probably in the rest of your leadership sa, sa mga young people. Okay, Brenda. Oh yeah, si Brenda. Okay, so, yeah. And then we have here, mayroon mga bisita sa umagang ito. Let us welcome all of them in our midst. Rose Villar. Where's Jenny Rose? Can you stand up? Asan siya? Ayo, ay nahiya, nahiya. Okay. <laughs> Wag ka mahiya, okay? And then Jasmine Podador. 
Jasmine. And then, of course, si Ernesto Santillan, visitor ni uh, Jenny, Sister Jenny. You're welcome. Okay. Um, of course, uh, kagabi magkasama kami. Uh, by the way, kahapon, I was so blessed to meet the family of Joy Valdez. Uh, we had a little celebration and uh, dedication doon sa kanyang uh, bagong tinitirhan ngayon. Kasama natin yung kanyang mama, si Mrs. Marisa Valdez. Tayo po. Uh, sinabihan ko siya kahapon na uh, punta po kayo sa church at magbibisaya ako kasi galing sila ng masbate. But nakita ko overpowered tayo lahat dito. Maraming mas, mas marami yung Tagalog, kaya nagtagalog ako. So, and then of course, yung kapatid na bunso nila, no, si Christine May. Uh, uh, they will be here for the rest of the year and I think they will be staying here uh, long. And uh, the church will, I'm hoping and I'm praying that the church will be able to minister to the family of uh, uh, Sister and Sister Joy. And teacher Joy pala. Okay? Alright. Okay. So, uh, sa ating mga announcements, um, patuloy nating ipag-pray. We have one week more left para sa ating church anniversary celebration. That would be on July 17, next Sunday. Are you excited? Okay, so, okay, so, yung theme natin is Pursue His Cause and it's still based on our uh, series on the book of Acts. Yung ating theme verse is Acts chapter 1, verse 8, okay? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really praying that the Lord will speak to all of us, including yung ating mga online worshipers and lahat ng mga bisita na darating, kung meron tayong mga bisita on Sunday, that the Lord will speak to us. And how important it is to really bring the gospel throughout, no? Para hindi lang tayo dito sa loob ng ating uh, church. And continue to pray for Pastor Miko kasi nag-text sa akin last week and he said na, please pray for me because uh, nawawala yung kanyang bosses. Something, there's something um, deficient sa kanyang salivary glands, right? But our God is good, amen? Um, he can't. The devil can't prevent his messenger to come over here on July 17 and to speak his words and his message. Amen? So the whole church should pray for Pastor Miko. Okay? Si Pastor Miko is the pastor ng Angeles City Alliance Church. And uh, okay, right? Uh, in relation pa rin doon sa ating announcements, sa uh, ating church anniversary, the church is preparing for food. Okay? Wala bang papalakpak doon? At sa susunod kong babangkitin, dapat mas malakas yung palakpak. Hindi ko pa kayo pinipigilang magdala ng food din ninyo. <laughs> Kaya kasi ang sabi, ang sabi kasi, the manier or the more, the manier, the manier, the better. O mas marami, mas okay. Para let's have feasting on Sunday, right? That will be 9 o'clock, okay? And um, last one, last announcement. Nabanggit ko na ito nakaraang Sunday na meron na tayong darating yung ating uh, helper, uh, helper, darating yung ating mga ministers, yung ating pastor, si Pastor Ryan, si Pastor Revivian, and, and their family on the first week of August. And we have to repair yung ating parsonage, right? Um, and I think the repair will start tomorrow. Nagpunta na kahapon yung contractor dun sa taas. We have to prepare that so that before they, before they come, on, before they arrive on, October, on, on August, ready na, no? Uh, kasi we have to provide for our workers. Amen? Palakpakan natin ng Panginoon because the Lord, the Lord will provide for you so that you can provide and be part of the rehabilitation sa taas. Kailangan tinan 270,000 to complete it. 
But, 260,000 na lang ngayon kasi kahapon, somebody texted my wife and I think they already deposited 10,000 pesos sa ating bank account for the project. Amen to that. Okay, so we have three more weeks to go. Okay, para, ma para matapos natin yun. Okay, and uh, hindi po namin kayo pinipigilan na maging part ng ating project. Okay, but you can make a, uh, a, a, a pledge, no? The total na ito and you can make it you know, staggered up to the end of this year. Okay? Again, God is fighting for us. God is with us. God will provide. God will deliver. And His providence is always there. Amen? Okay, so uh, lastly, uh, CMT, after ng life group, meron tayong very, very quick meeting. Dalawang agenda lang. And uh, let's uh, meet for a very, very quick uh, discussion. Dito lang tayo sa baba. And then after that, uh, we can ano na dahil the praise and worship team will also practice yung mga songs para sa ating uh, anniversary next week. Okay? Sige, so let's all stand up. I would like to invite si Jabez and probably si Timothy to give us background music. Mas magandang magpray, mas magandang magbigay ng pamamaalam sa ating lahat paglabas na merong music. Amen? And I praise the Lord for these uh, people, for these young people, for, for Jabez. Ati si Jabez ay nasa drums, ngayon ay nagki-keyboard na. And I'm really blessed of the Senting family who is really serving the Lord in this church. The whole family is serving, including yung kanilang dalawang pamangkin doon sa likod. And meron na tayo mga OJT doon sa multimedia natin. And praise God. Okay? Praise God. So pwede na makapagpahinga minsan si Ian. And we're inviting you to come over and be part of the ministry. This is not just for selected few. This is for everybody. Amen? Let's pray. Lord, today, uh, our hearts, Lord, is really full of joy, knowing that in the midst of what's really happening all around us, the prices of commodities are going up because yung fuel prices, Lord, ay patuloy na tumataas. At hindi namin alam kung hanggang kailan ito matitigil. Until that war in Central Europe will, will stop. But Lord, we are not shaken. We are not shaken. Even in the hardships, Lord, na some of us, or most of us, Lord, hasn't really recovered yet because of the pandemic. Pandemic is real. It's still here right now. Si Pastora Agnes just texted us last week na nagkaroon siya ngayon, Lord, and she's having the virus, and the virus is still very, very real. And this particular time, we pray for her well-being, for sa kanyang mabilis na paggaling. And we pray, Lord, that all of us will be spared. And all of us, Lord, will be safe. And all of us, Lord, will be taken care of by the providence of your grace and your mercy and your love. Di namin alam kung hanggang kailan, Lord, tumataas ang tumataas, Lord, ang presyo ng mga bilihin. And in one way or the other, Lord, we feel the brunt, Lord, and we are pressured. And sometimes, Lord, hindi namin maiwasan na magkaroon ng agam-agam, matakot. Dahil minsan, pag tinitingnan namin yung aming payslip, kulang na. At pag tinitingnan namin, Lord, yung aming stream of income, minsan ay natitreten and some of us, Lord, haven't really recovered yet until now. But you are fighting for us. And you are with us. 
you are in this church this church Lord that you have built will be a source of blessings for each one of us spiritually emotionally physically and Lord as you provide maring financially and next week oh Lord our 37th church anniversary and we pray Lord for Pastor Miko as a congregation as a body of believers right now we pray for him and we extend Lord our hands on him wherever he is right now to preserve that voice and whatever Lord is bugging him and disturbing Lord yung kanyang salivary glands in the name of Jesus heal him bring him here O Lord on Sunday to be your messenger your heart being of truth your heart being our Lord of providence of deliverance of everything that we are feeling right now and experiencing sa lahat Lord namin dito na merong nararamdamang skip we praise Lord your name in the life of Sister Delia of Sister Susan that is here with now with us right now the life of Nanay Irene who is worshiping right now, right now, Lord, with us. And even, Lord, yung sister-in-law na si Sudilia na si Sister Ami, we pray for her for healing. Sa lahat ng mayroong mga sakit, sa lahat, Lord, ng hindi nila nababanggit sa amin, lahat, Lord, na mayroong mga worries right now, lahat ngayon, Lord, na mayroong mga dinadalang kabigatan sa kanilang mga buhay, whatever it is, O oh Lord, meet them at the cross of Jesus in Calvary. And give them, Lord, that reprieve and that assurance that your, deliver your deliverance is sure and your providence, Lord, is assured. Father, as we face another week, may our faces and our lips, Lord, will always have that bright smile so that people, Lord, will ask us what is in you, that you are so joyous and joyful even in the midst of adversity and testing and uncertainty. Why are you you're so joyful? And your countenance is bright. And we will be able, Lord, to bravely answer them because I have the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. Yes, let us face this week with much thanksgiving in our hearts, with confidence that our Lord Jesus Christ is with us, fighting for us, and fighting with us. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love and peace of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all and everybody will say Amen and Amen. Palakpakan po natin ating Panginoon. Tapos na po ating panambahan. Sing it together. Covering our shame 
He has overcome, yes, He has overcome. We will not be shaken, we will not be moved. Jesus, you are here. And I will live, I will not die. The resurrection power of Christ alive in me. And I am free in Jesus' name. I will die, I will declare and lift you high. Christ revealed, and I am healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.